This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Happy New Year. Happy yeah, New happy Century, New happy New Millennium. <laughs> Fuck that guy. Yeah. Don't get singular. <laughs> it <All right>. sucks. <laughs> Today we're talking about Who Am I? Came out in You're 1998. Jeff. Directed by Benny Chan and Jackie Chan. Written by Jackie Chan and Susan Chan. Starring Jackie Chan. I'm, I'm sensing a... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they're related, actually. A theme. <laughs> also, Michelle Ferrer, Mariah Yamamoto, Yamamoto, and others that I'm not going to mm-hmm. pronounce. Um, Scott, you nominated this movie. Uh, what's your history with it? So, this used to be on cable all the time. Uh, and is... Mm, I don't know if it's my favorite Jackie Chan movie, but it's definitely up there. Uh, mm-hmm. Mostly because of the the climax, uh, which is fucking awesome. Um, yeah, I, I d- did not see this in theaters, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I I saw this before I, I really started watching Jackie Chan. Like this, this is before I saw anything like Rumble in the Bronx or. Before he started doing his more kitschy western stuff, Damn, uh, really? yeah, wow. I mean, I probably saw bits and pieces of that stuff, but never really paid attention to it. Like this is the thing that really grabbed my attention for for him, uh, made me a fan. Um, and was this a? So you know how like when Rumble the Bronx came out, all of a sudden they started re-releasing his old stuff here and calling it a new movie. Is this yeah. one of those? Uh, no, or I think no? I think this was made like it came out when it was made. Basically, yeah, it came out in '98 uh, in Hong Kong, so I'm sure it came out around yeah. the same time. Yeah, I think I think it was there. You can tell by some of the special yeah. effects. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a bit more to say. Yeah. About that. <laughs> that that it was yeah. like period appropriate. <laughs> Fucking movie gooey. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, what's your history with the movie? Um, I had already seen Rumble of the Bronx. I saw like a lot of his movies. Before I saw this movie, actually, I think on cable, I was over at one of your guys' houses, and they're like, oh, what should we watch? And then I was like, who am I? What the heck is that? And lo and behold, it was a Jackie Chan movie I hadn't seen before, so I'm like, oh, dude, we gotta watch it. Yeah, I mean, I, if, it, if I had been there, I definitely would have recommended it, so. Mm-hmm. You might have been. It's been so long. Yeah, oh, yeah. One, one more note. I I have that, that stupid, uh, that song stuck in my head for like the last 15 years. 16 years, however long it's been since I saw it for the first time. The Wachanahana Yo Ho. <laughs> yeah. It's a constant loop between that and Dr. Wiley's theme song, basically. <laughs> Dr. Wiley? <laughs> Damn. Yeah. You're cursed. Am I? All right. Or blessed. <laughs> yeah. Depending on how you see it, from a certain point of view. <laughs> Uh, my history with this is I think this is the first time I saw it was in preparation for this recording. 
But I went through a phase where I, I was introduced to him around Rumble in the Bronx, and I went back and I watched a bunch of his stuff. Like, I talked to people. And it may have been you guys. I don't know. But I remember I went through a bunch of them. And so I could have seen this in the past. I'm not sure. But I don't really remember anything. So I'll assume this is my first time with the possibility that I may have seen it in the past. Because right. I didn't really remember anything. Maybe the sliding down the building part seemed familiar. But I cool. could have seen that from, like, all my top ten shows that I watched were, like, Mission Impossible. I know it <laughs> yeah. wasn't that one of those movies. Yeah, it wasn't that too. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get into it. We're each going to talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, why don't you lead us off? Okay. Uh, so normally I wouldn't mention the the dubbing. Uh, it's just you know part and parcel if you're going to watch any Hong Kong action movie. Um, but they went out of their way to dub everybody in this movie. <laughs> And I forgot how much it cracked me up, like, from the first time I saw it and watching it again now, even, like, especially at the beginning when they're in, like, the weird kind of UN-type meeting, and they've dubbed all the white people, too. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, their accents were just as bad as everybody trying to speak English as everybody else, because they're all Dutch or whatever the hell they were from. Uh, um, so, yeah, it's it's worth mentioning that everybody got the dub treatment in this. Um, even the main, so, but, even the main villain got some ADR treatment in this too. Yeah, I don't even know why it's dubbed to begin with because it's still Jackie Chan talking. So yeah, it's so it's it's yeah, it's him. Um, I don't think they were dubbing either one of the girls. They might have ADR'd some of it, but uh. but yeah, I think that was them talking and the main villain, and and you know the the two old white villains. Uh, Everybody else got dubbed. <laughs> yeah. I'm wondering if maybe they just didn't bother to mic them or anything because they were just going to dub them over in um, Cantonese Small. or any Chinese dialect. It could have been, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. And it's... then it's like, oh, yeah, I guess we got to release this to the world. We'll just yeah, dub everybody over in English. Yeah, it was... <laughs> I don't know. It just cracked me up. Uh-huh. It doesn't start off with like a bunch of Chinese people being dubbed. It starts off with a bunch of like the whitest people yeah. you can imagine. <laughs> being dubbed. All right, uh, Alex, number seven. Number seven, and this is par for the course for any Jack early Jackie Chan movie, anyways. Where after the climax, after the the best fight scene and the best stunt in the movie happens, <laughs> then it just seems like okay, let's wrap this movie up. It's uh, it's already over, so let's just do whatever the fuck we need to do to get to the end credits. Oh man, I have I have I have more about this further down my list. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, <laughs> like I only put it so low because it happens at every I expect it at this point. But yeah, I forgot how ridiculous this ending was. Yeah, <laughs> everything's wrapped up to a nice package. Mm-hmm. I would I would love it if he would just do like the uh, like the old police squad. Everybody would just freeze, (laughs) and that would be the end of the movie. (laughs) I want to say that he does in a couple of them. I think in Rumble in the Bronx, he definitely does. Our boss isn't White Tiger. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Once he runs him over with that hovercraft, and everybody's in there going, yeah, thumbs up, and then just (laughs) screen freeze, and then the credits start rolling. (laughs) All Um, right, my number seven is the when they do the Mahoney with the car. Just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, I have this way higher in my list. 
Mahoney. Hey, Jeff, why don't you explain, explain to the viewers that don't know what it is, what a Mahoney is? Well, a Mahoney is when you hilariously drive your car on two wheels, mm-hmm. you know, like you would in a Police Academy movie. And uh, I don't know, I remember one camping trip or something, we came up with the term Mahoney in it because we were stuck somewhere and want to get through traffic and <laughs> it's stuck. Mahoney it. Yeah, just Mahoney it. Uh, and this one, they went to the extreme. Oh, <laughs> Mahoney. Car is actually on its side. Uh, but yeah, I always get a good chuckle out of a Mahoney moment in a movie. So there it is. Number seven. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> Scott, number six. Six. Uh, my number six is actually, but I, I'd forgotten this, but there's actually some pretty cool stunt driving in this. <laughs> like, you know, with with uh, car chases or, or hit and miss, no pun intended, uh, in, in movies, um, you get you get something like Ronin where it's like, oh, this is awesome. And a lot of, or like the, the foot slash car chase and like Winter Soldier and I'm like, oh, this is rad. Um, but then sometimes you just get some boring slog. Um, and this surprisingly where it's all about martial arts, they actually do a lot of stunt driving, uh, and it works out. And then to, to your, to your point, Jeff, about the, uh, <laughs> the Mahoney, um, the, the this actually makes more sense than any other Mahoney that's ever been done. Like, <laughs> like they yeah. they set it up like perfectly, and then it does like, and then it behaves like in a realistic fashion until you know, <laughs> until they start spinning the car around. That that I'm, un- that I'm less so she un un Mahoney's. Yeah, yeah. But uh, <laughs> the fact that it doesn't stand two wheels actually makes a lot more sense. Um, so yeah, I liked all the stunt driving. I like especially when they. Uh, when she does the the quick stop and reverse it in the parking slot or the parking stall or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I feel like there's that pops a lot of up. Tokyo, a lot of Tokyo yeah, there's a lot of drifting on around too. too. That that was cool. <laughs> like, it was way before that, any of that shit. Mm-hmm. All right, Alex, number six. My number six is just uh, the 90 CG. When CG cut on, man, everybody had to have it in their movies. <laughs> that first instant where the meteorite pieces in the tube and it starts bulging out. Oh, jeebus. <laughs> then when it's going nuts, thankfully it's only in like in a couple instances, but it's 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 from the 90s. <laughs> it's it's pretty bad. Yeah. But I didn't have it on my list just cuz I don't expect anything like that in this movie, so whatever. Kudos for them to tr- tr- try and. Yeah. All right, uh, my number six is the villains in this movie suck, and I don't know if it's because the the <laughs> the dubbing, like you say, just makes them seem like just ridiculous. Like they're almost the the two white guys seem like uh, was it Wardorf and whatever. For the <laughs> <Yeah>. show. <laughs> like that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, it's just awful. Uh, and then those two guys, let alone the the you know the rogue CIA guy and then the cops, it's just it was a, the guy with the blonde. Bleach blonde hair. Just, everyone was terrible. I didn't like the villains at all. You're gonna need a bleach blonde villain in every yeah. kung fu movie. Yeah, the, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, the guy That's playing funny. the the mobster. It's terrible. <laughs> Weapons yeah. dealer. We- arms dealer. Yeah, I did. I did like this. This is one of my honorable mentions. When they randomly start singing the friendship song in the other room. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It's like what the fuck? <laughs> so <laughs> like non sequitur. Spelling children. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Scott, number five. At number five, uh, finally we can get to a 
uh, Jackie Chan stunt here. Um, when he like coils the rope around himself and then spins yeah. out of it oh, to get down the building. So cool. That's freaking rad because I couldn't, you know, I, I vaguely remembered the stunt, but I'd forgotten like the setup for it. So as he's like coiling the the rope around the bucket, I was like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Because that bucket's yeah. not going to hold him. Yeah. And then he, and then he, you know, picks it up and then stands in the. And I'm like, "Oh, okay, I get it now." And then uh, he actually does it, and then uh, you know the the Jackie Chan physical humor where he's dizzy afterward. Uh, yeah, just that that stunt was cool. Like, seems like a good way to like break your ribs. But hey, <laughs> this is Jackie Chan we're talking about. Uh, no, yeah, I was no, no like... injuries. <laughs> Yeah, I think it was that a cool stunt. It. I was like, that's something they should have done on Mythbusters. But then I want to say, like, I've seen some Circus Olay stuff and they do that, right? Don't they, yeah. don't they wrap themselves in... Yeah, I mean, he might have they might have, oh, yeah. might have had, like, an additional harness or something like that so he didn't fucking yeah. smash it in the ground. But to still uncoil yourself like that is pretty cool. Right. Mm-hmm. But like I'm saying, they do it in those shows, so... Yeah. He, did, he didn't look that graceful, though. No, yeah, he <laughs> was graceful. But... Um, all right, Alex, number five. Uh, I think it's Scott number five. That was my number five. That was, that was his number five. Oh, my bad. Uh, Jackie Chan, classic misunderstanding. You have to have it at least... Usually it's multiple times in a movie. Thankfully, it was only one time in this one, where at the very beginning, he's uh, all up in like tribal paints and everything after um, that African tribe saved him. And uh, he's off on his journey, and he For sees no the reason. guy that's been poisoned and everything, and... <laughs> The girl comes back and she's like, hey, you stop eating my brother, which is kind of racist, right? You see somebody in African get up and you assume he's a cannibal. So so for the most part, they I thought they treated it okay based on my limited yeah. white knowledge. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, the way she flips out is kind of weird. And then uh, um, in the <laughs> blooper reel, <laughs> they start throwing the spears at the helicopter. That was yeah. that was a little cringeworthy, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. It maybe could have been handled a little bit better because mm-hmm. I don't know why the fuck he needed to be in full face paint. Well, because they were tribe. Th- yeah, I, I was reading the reading the wiki and some of the trivia on this, and they actually cut out a lot of stuff for the Western release, which is that they had like a big, huge like goodbye ceremony that the tribe had for um, who am I. For when he left yeah. on his journey. Okay, because it seemed like he so learned the language where... and all the culture in like five minutes. Yeah, no, they cut out a bunch of stuff. Okay. Uh, but yeah, that whole scene was actually, uh, despite the misunderstanding, was pretty cool. Him, you know, flipping through the car and everything, is, it, it brought me back to like, all right, let's get back to classic Jackie. And he kicks the light, the backlight out of her hands. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, when she pretends it's a gun. <laughs> it's like, oh, thinks... Jeebus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's another thing. It's like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I know karate. <laughs> like, no, you don't. <laughs> then his mouth is all numb from the herbs. That was funny. Yeah, okay. Well, my number five is I had the whole snake, venom, coconut, IV scene, everything <laughs> you're just talking about. Well, oh, what's going on with the coconut IV? But yeah. no, that's a real thing. In Is a, it in really? a yeah, in a pinch, coconut water can be used as an IV. All right. It's like saline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was cool how he sharpened the the needles on the uh, on the tire axle on the disc. Yeah, I gotta call bullshit though. There's no way a palm tree is anywhere near where that car broke down. 
Well, they weren't coconuts. There's something else, but no, they were coconuts. They're like big and green. Yeah, that's how the outside is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aren't they? Yeah, yes. and the inside is the seed. It or is the seed, which is the brown thing, and then inside yeah, of that is the water okay. and all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but anyway, that whole scene, everything you already said, I really enjoyed it. And so that was my question: his mouth was numb from the, the herbs he was eating, or just because he had snake venom in his? Oh, I didn't think about that. I thought it was because of the herbs that they were gonna numb the pain on the on the leg. But yeah, the snake poison also. Yeah, that makes sense too. And a combination of both of them, maybe. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right, Scott. Number four. Number four is the uh, speaking of ninety schlock. Uh, is the Michael Bay moment <laughs> in the middle of the movie where uh, they finally get done with all the stunt driving and uh, the the one girl like slaps him in the face. <laughs> oh, yeah. And she's like, I'm just trying to help you. And he's like, don't do that again. And then he runs up the hill <laughs> and sits down on the whatever the hell that, that like little platform is and then stands on it and raises his arms to the heavens and yells out, who am I? <laughs> and the camera spins around him while he's doing it. That was his Oscar <laughs> moment. Yeah, it made me laugh. Like it was like the <laughs> I never learned to read. Like that, that was, yeah, man. Good old Jackie, <laughs> Jacking some drama into that to that mm-hmm. comedy action. Heck yeah. Yeah, let's think. Thank God he's good at stunts because he's a terrible actor. <laughs> That's how I gauge my kung fu action movies. The worse the actors are, the better the kung fu action is going to be. <laughs> it better be. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So, Alex, number four. Uh, speaking of classic Jackie Chan, it, <laughs> I love that this is one of his quirks. In all of his new movies, he's named his, main, his character's name is Jackie, and this one is just full on just Jackie Chan. Chan. <laughs> and they go out of their way, they go out of their way to like point point out that he's part of the team for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> it's just yeah. hey, it's Jackie Chan. They don't really mention it other than that little moment uh, going through all the uh, soldiers that were that were KIA. But yeah, it's like oh, well, he's Jackie Chan. I did uh, miss Uncle. Uncle, <laughs> Uncle, Uncle, Uncle wasn't in this movie, and I miss him. <laughs> all right, uh, my number four in. I just thought it was cool. I don't know if this is a real thing with that tree canopy base thing at the oh, very that, beginning of the movie. Yeah, that was cool. Is that a real thing? Like, <laughs> like I have no idea. It seems wildly <laughs> like, impractical, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> but I don't know. Like, it spreads the weight. Like, the pressure points are all spread out, so maybe it could work. I don't know. I just thought it was a pretty cool idea. Like, I, yeah, there's sleeping areas for because they're on a stakeout, really. They don't know when the, the convoy is going to roll through exactly. Yeah. That's when they wake him up. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, and if you could do that in a dense jungle or whatever, in the I don't know. I just thought it was a cool little thing, and the movie started out, I liked it. It was almost like Predator at the beginning or something with their commando in the jungle. I don't know. And their but. less lethal weaponry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, the tree canopy base thing I thought was a cool little gadget slash gizmo. Uh, all right, Scott, number three. Number three is the clog fight scene. <laughs> <laughs> Like he conveniently loses his shoes and then has to put on some clogs. And they just run through a neighborhood or <laughs> alley or whatever you want to call it where like every piece of furniture that everybody owns on that entire street is being held up by pulleys for some reason. 
And the dog. And the dog. Yeah. And then I was just going to get to that. And the dog's on one of them for no reason. Like, like somebody was too fucking lazy to walk down and get their dog, so they let, let somebody put him on top of a piano and raise it up three stories. Yeah. Wouldn't it be cute if the dog was on there? Yeah. And then, of course, Jackie saves the dog. Because this is, and I'm this is the sure 90s. they dropped a real dog. <laughs> they probably did. It was Jackie's stunt dog. It was a stunt dog, yeah, so it was fine. Yeah. Yeah. That was Wolfie Chan. He was in the movie. <laughs> What's wrong with Wolfie? Uh, I think he's fine. Yeah, just again, it is the '90s, and there's there was no worse sin than than letting a dog die. Like you had to save the dog. I I wonder if that was like actually like a little bit of a satire. I mean, probably not, but uh, it still made me laugh. Mm-hmm. I was like, why the fuck was that dog there? <laughs> yeah, that and just like. <laughs> Why is everybody moving in at the same week? I don't know. It was, a, it was weird. Um, but yeah, and then just the clogs themselves. Um, especially when he kicks them in the buttholes. <laughs> With the pointy end. Yeah. <laughs> then he gets his, the guy that kept stepping and kicking the bottom of his feet. Oh, which I winced at every time. It sucks. But he finally got his payback. <laughs> Got his comeuppance when he just stomped on his feet with his clogs. <laughs> He's like, hurts, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> At one point, he, wa- he he grabs like a couple pairs of clogs, and one of them is like, like miniature. <laughs> he just throws them away. <laughs> it a, I, I just enjoyed it. It was imaginative, you know. Yeah, that whole good. Jackie can use anything as a weapon type deal. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number three. But number three is I enjoyed the location shoots in this movie because they they show um, some bits of Africa and South Africa, and then some bits of Netherlands. And it I don't get out much to watch movies, but it just seems like a lot of those sets are, like, new. Like, a lot of the architecture was, like, really cool-looking, enough that I took my eye off the action for a second to, like, oh, damn, that's a cool ceiling. <laughs> okay. I don't know where they were with that hotel where he kept sliding down on the walls conveniently. But that place was cool. Yeah. That was pretty awesome. I don't know if that was an actual hotel or not, but... The way, he, yeah. the way the way that place was built so that he could slide down the corners. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like I want to say, like some Hong Kong studio just built this for all the movies they're ever going to make. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. All right, we're, uh, we're in agreement three. that. Wait, sorry, we're yeah. in agreement that Jackie Chan invented parkour, right? I think so. Yeah, me too. But number three is the sliding down the building. It's pretty. I, that's why I think maybe I've seen this because it stands out to me of him going down the building. Uh, I don't know. Just when I saw it, it was a cool visual. I was like, take that, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, I think what we, the hell is he doing doing his own stuff? Get out of here, Tom Cruise. <laughs> so I think what Tom Cruise did was much more dangerous. But still, maybe not more dangerous, but higher and steeper and all that crap. Anyway, still cool little scene. I like how he gets to the very end, and he kind of goes over the edge, and he pushes back. And so, yeah, every time Jackie does a stunt, he always has to, like Scott said earlier, just make a little joke out of it and shake his hands off if they're too hot or touch, touch his body if it's too – whatever he's doing. He's dizzy. <laughs> oh, he's, that's what makes him Jackie, I guess. Clench his chest. Oh. <laughs> All right. Uh, Scott, number two. Number two, uh, this goes back to Alex mentioning them finishing it off, but it's the – Basically, the whole sequence after after the, the slide down the building that you mentioned, Jeff, um, like they basically shut down all of Rotterdam 
<laughs> for yeah. this fucking scene. Yeah. <laughs> it looked like, like, the actual local, like, military was involved in that shit. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was so fucking bananas. The the choreographed boats and helicopters. and <laughs> That was ridiculous. <laughs> the best and the fucking best part is when dude started rappelling down the drawbridge <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> and then the, uh, oh, excuse me. And then the, the CIA girl, um, and this, this shit cracked me up the first time, cracked me up again when he tells her, Oh, I just thought you were a little young to be in the CIA. And she says, Young, we've got people who are 18. <laughs> and then she goes and, her stunt double spin kicks the the villain, and, and mm-hmm. she says, "You're a disgrace to the CIA." <laughs> like that whole fucking thing. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> oh man, I can see why they shot it in Rotterdam because Rotterdam was like, "Yeah, fuck it, <laughs> whatever you want." <laughs> oh man, nice. People drop. Right, you're pulling down the drawbridge. <laughs> I want to catch him off guard. Got to cover all exits here. <laughs> yeah, for, for one guy. All right, Alex, number two. My number two is The Amazing Car Chase. You go into a Jackie Chan movie expecting awesome action, uh, uh, some funny comedy coming from Jackie and all the moves that he pulls and everything. But this car chase, the first time I saw it, just came out of nowhere. It was like, are you serious? That was pretty awesome. Going through the whole thing, the Mahoney, going down the stairs at different angles. And one thing that you guys didn't mention was how just when they go through the market, it is fucking dense. It's like crowded with a bunch of, I assume and I'm hoping, a bunch of stunt people. Because they're literally in front of the car, like holding balloons and bananas and everything. And they seem to like dodge at the very last second. That that marketplace scene was, was insane. Yeah, it was cool. I agree. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, my number two is uh, the first of the... I think it's the first of the, his fights. It's when he's in the chair in the interrogation scene and he handcuffed. All that stuff. It was really cool. Especially... I, I always love it when these guys in these movies have hand, their hands were tied, in their, tied behind their back and they can jump and put them in front of them. I'm like, oh. Man, I, I wonder, I wonder how many that. tries it took him to do that. <laughs> but even if he did it in like 10 tries, it's still fucking awesome. Yep. Like I said, I couldn't do it with yeah, my yeah. hands not tied together. Exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if they were hanging down like a jump rope, then then maybe. Yeah, and I had arm extensions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but the whole scene with him kicking, you know, get more jacket fights and kicking the chair underneath and all that stuff. Just classic, kind of like Alex said, when the cart with the snake thing, when you get to see him jump around, like, oh, it's classic jacket. This is where I really got it. I was like, oh, yeah, all right. I know what I'm watching now. Mm-hmm. So. The first fight, I call it the chair fight, number two. So, Scott, number one. Number one, and the whole reason I wanted to watch this movie again, and the reason why it might be my favorite Jackie Chan movie, is the the rooftop fight scene, which lasts, like, the, the whole sequence lasts, like, 15 or 20 minutes. It's, like, a good chunk of the movie. Yeah. But when he's fighting the, the two guys, and then the first guy is, like, just primarily using his fists, and the second guy is all about kicking, and I appreciated that it was actually those guys, because... <laughs> They they do some pretty uh, like aggressively not the people that are actually doing the stunt stuntmen in this movie. <laughs> Basically, anytime an old guy gets kicked around, this like it's completely different <laughs> fucking dude. Like they're barely even trying with that shit. 
But um, yeah, the fight scene's so cool. Like just uh, just goes on and on and on with all the choreography, and then uh, eventually goes to the edge of the building, and some of that shit's pretty tense. I know. And then he's like, Jesus. like, and then it, it's fucking hilarious and awesome at the same time when he starts running like across the edge of the building with his hands out, and um, it's classic Jackie Chan. And then uh, mm-hmm. you know they they get down to the bottom, and yeah, like Jeff said, it's more like jacket stuff. Um, there's some great fucking comedic beats in that too, with like the the guy takes off his tie <laughs> before he fights him. Um, that was great. Yeah, the uh, uh, when they stop to rub, rub each other's shins. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, kicking their shins for like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. oh. for no reason. They're just soccer kicking. <laughs> like, oh, that's like worse than was it kickboxer? Yeah, they're kicking each other in the ribs. Yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but yeah, they just <laughs> they stop and like ooh, <laughs> rubbing their shins. Yeah, um, yeah just uh, great choreography. It was like a great like matchup. Like those guys were really good stuntmen. Um, it, it was funny that like you don't fucking see those guys until like almost that last scene either. So <laughs> they weren't building them up shame. at all. All of a sudden they were just kind of there. But whatever, it's Jackie Chan movie. Who cares? Uh, I know it was such a shame because they had such a cool like. Uh, henchman like villain quirk to them. Yeah, with the whole like time me and then you know. It's like, 30 yeah, seconds. what do you figure? Thirty seconds. All right. <laughs> and you also get some some hilarious acting from Jackie Chan when they're and and the stuntman too who could also barely speak English. Um, <laughs> they they said we can throw you off the roof and give us the disc and then Jackie's like, how about the option three? I keep the disc and throw both of you off the roof. Like it was. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. That, yeah, equivalent of no you. Yeah, yeah. That, that whole sequence, and then there's there's that that rad little bit of parkour that he does when he hops down to grab the the pouch. Um, it's fucking awesome. Oh, yeah. um, mm-hmm. So that that whole sequence is 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 really what you know what makes watching the rest of the movie if you know if if, in, if not all of it's up to the usual Jackie Chan like crazy stunt stunts uh, worth the whole thing. So yeah, the fight scene at the end, rooftop fight. Nice. Agreed. Uh, Alex, number one. Uh, my number one is just the choreography all around. You know, when you watch a Jackie Chan movie, you're going to get some great fight scenes. And this was no exception. And, uh, yeah, from everything that we've talked about, all the way to at the end credits, which is like a little, just the cherry on top of every Jackie Chan movie, the end credits where you get to see some of the outtakes, some of the stuff where... <laughs> He kind of gets injured a little bit, and some of the ones where he really gets injured, yeah, that's great. Special so that, shout-outs to, like, even the mundane task where they're just taking that little tricycle car <laughs> around the corner and it all hit Mahoney's. Yeah, and Jackie has to jump out and he just starts walking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Now, I wonder what happened to him because that he had to be helicoptered out. I know. Because they didn't show... Like what fucked him up? That's what I was gonna ask. Was that him? Because you couldn't, I couldn't see yeah, his face. Yeah, with the with the editing and stuff, it could have been one of his. Yeah, other I, stuff. yeah I guess it could have been somebody else. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think yeah. about that. Uh, was that? It looked like they were pulling him from a car. Like uh, it probably was the. Oh yeah, maybe it was the other rally car drivers that did that stunt. Where uh, yeah, mm, I don't know. Yeah, the 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 most brutal one was the on that rooftop fight where he hits the the bar on the side. Oh, Jeebus. Yeah, that <laughs> Fuck. <was> rough. <laughs> he probably broke a rib. Yeah. <laughs> doing that shit. Oh, man. Or the or the one where he, like, grabs the edge and then, like, barely grabs onto it. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. He <laughs> pets his heart. Like, yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Jeebus. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Very cool. Uh, my number one was the same as Scott's, uh, the rooftop fight. Everything we've already talked about. And it kind of includes everything Alex said, too. So that's it for me. Jackie Chin. Yeah. Any honorable mentions before we rank it or uh, rate it? A, a lot, actually. Um, okay. the, the music's super repetitive, but it was appropriate. I kind of like the the intensity of it. Well, sometimes it was hilarious. Like The music would be playing just to make the scene intense. Like People would be getting in a van as fast as they could for no reason. Like that kind of shit. Um, there's that. The the general literally puts something in his pipe and smokes it. <laughs> I fucking love that. Uh, <laughs> in super bold, like black letters. The plan worked perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our evil plan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that was great. That was good. Um, <laughs> when when they... they they come back to the, the scientists um, in South Africa. I imagine in Joburg, as they like to call it. Um, the, everything starts exploding. Everybody starts running. And then some fucking guy that's like one of the goons there just fires off his machine gun into the air for no reason. Like, <laughs> like people are already running. There's explosions. And this guy's fucking firing off his gun for no reason. Uh, he was trying to shoot the electricity down. I guess. Stop it from, from I don't know, him. but it fucking cracked me up watching that again. Uh, I already mentioned the friendship song. Uh, there was there was an actual like very funny line. Um, like after that, they figured out that he sent the the money to the the kids thing, and you hear the guy in the background going, "Children, I hate children." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed that. That was great. Uh, that was actually pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, that, that was basically the loop reels great as usual. Um, the, the main villain gets 80 hundred points. Um, his fucking accent's all over the place. I have no idea where the guy's actually from. He goes from kind of like a southern to like a New York to like, uh, I don't know. Like, he was trying to do like Bob Hoskins and he dropped into like Kenneth Brown on points. And, uh, well, he's in the CIA. He's gotten so many identities. Yeah, I, I he guess. Doesn't know the, which one he I, had to go with. You're right. Boy. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, see? Yeah, all kinds of honorable mentions. All right. Anything from you, Scott? I mean, Alex? Yeah. Well, kind of, because I thought this was the movie where my Uncle Hector was in it, but it's not. I was waiting for that moment, but there's one Jackie Chan movie where one of the goons looks like he could be one of my Uncle Hector's brothers. Because he's got the same, like, curly hair and the same mustache and everything, and then I know he gets kicked, like, into a... a tank full of sea urchins, and I thought it was this movie, but I guess it wasn't. Well, not knowing what your he- Uncle Hector looks like, <laughs> we're just gonna have to take your word for it. Um, oh, I don't know. Well, you know, Alex, you were drinking with my Uncle Hector at my wedding, so you probably don't remember what he looks like. <laughs> well, I was drinking straight gin at that point. Um, you, you know, Alex, with your your with your UFC connections, you should see about oh, yeah, you should right. see about getting him into I an should. actual Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, let me talk to my brother, Leoto Machida. Your brother. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Brother. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, let's rank it. Um, as usual, we uh, rank the movie between one and seven, one being absolute garbage, seven being perfection. So, Scott, what would you give this movie? Uh, I'm giving this a five. Uh, okay. Uh, as I've said a few times throughout this podcast, it's one of my favorite Jackie Chan movies. 
Um, I fucking love the last 20 minutes or so. Um, just for the fight scene and the, the insanity that is the ending. Uh, with the final arrest. Um, you get uh, uh, that, you get the cool slide down the side of the building. Um, we got some of the other vintage Jackie Chan stunts, but you still get some quality Jackie Chan in this. Um, and it's entertaining for the most part. Uh, so yeah, five. All right, Alex. I'm also gonna give this a five. Um, yeah, this is because uh, I still think uh, Drunken Master is his best movie. Um, this one's uh, it's good. The fights are great, but the story, I mean, it, it drags it down. I know you don't go to a, a kung fu movie. To, to for like the gripping plot and whatnot, but uh, if you've seen other Jackie Chan movies, you know he could in that area in the writing aspect, it, it, he can do better. Okay, I also give it a five. Fun, enjoyable movie. Liked it a lot. Um, probably won't watch it too many other times, but I'll definitely watch it again at some point. Yeah, enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think there'd be any Jackie Chan movie I probably wouldn't give at least a five. Just yeah, really seriously. <laughs> like maybe like the new Karate Kid or something. I don't know. I, I did see that on a plane once. Did you ever see the medallion, Jeff? I did not. <laughs> I'd still give that movie a five. <laughs> or the tuxedo. Or the tuxedo. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. Both that was bad. I saw both okay. of those fucking things in the theater, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we, I think I saw them together. I think the medallion, I think we did. Yeah. Tuxedo, I don't know. But, uh, oh, yeah. Did I see the tuxedo? Well, Either way, we saw that shit in the... He had a Jackie Chan with a soul patch, for Pete's sake. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, what's our crossover list this week? Uh, top five instances of amnesia. Um, so What is it again? Amnesia. What is it again? Amnesia. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> What are we doing? <laughs> Who am I? Who am I? <laughs> Uh, who are you? <laughs> Keep calling me. Hey, who am I? I want an interview. <laughs> hey, you're who am I? <laughs> awesome. All right, so top instances of amnesia in movies, TVs, yep. video games. Okay. Now, I will say, I amnesia is very specific. I got kind of memory loss in mind because, I don't know. We'll see what you guys come up with and maybe I'll take some yeah. years, But I couldn't find well, real Well, one, one of mine is kind of obvious, but... Well, we'll get to it. <laughs> um, yeah. Number five, and, uh, uh, you know, I don't have to explain this to Jeff, but uh, Faye Valentine uh, from oh, nice. from Cowboy Bebop. Damn, that's a good um, point. Uh, it's a great character. You don't, you don't learn that she doesn't know about her past until later on in the series, but uh, when you do, it's, 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 uh, it's very bittersweet. Um, when you finally get to the bottom of, uh, or the viewer finally gets to the bottom of what exactly happened to her. Um, in its own way, it's, it might be the most tragic of the stories of the, of the crew of the Bebop. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that's, that's my number five. Um, you know, I always recommend that series to anybody that hasn't seen it. It's only one, it's only the, the one season of it, so it's not like you have to watch through 800 episodes. Yeah, sometimes it happens like with, with fucking One Piece, right, Jeff? Yeah, I, mean, I was gonna say I prefer Cowgirl Rocksteady myself. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that up on you, Porn Jeff? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, no, God it was, damn it, it Jeff! A, that was good. 
<laughs> I don't know if they've put it to film yet, uh, Scott, but you could definitely find the manga out there. Uh, I don't know. Stupid. Don't laugh at Scott. Was, Alec was terrible. What's your number five? That's good. Uh, my number five is Overboard. I haven't. Uh, I I haven't actually seen this movie. God damn it, Alex! What? <laughs> Alex is the king of. Well, I didn't actually see this thing. I just know about it. No, I just yeah. It's, it's I just my know favorite about it. though. I always saw the the uh, the box art at the VHS rental video Lotus. Did you ever mistake but, it for Captain Ron? I did not, because I watched Captain Ron. And with the recent remake and everything, it kind of stuck out in my mind, so. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, it counts. Um, my number five is, now this is a movie I don't like. I've only seen it once. It was boring as heck, but it definitely fits this criteria to be regarding Henry, which is written by J.J. Abrams. Uh, what? <laughs> pretty sure he has something to do with that movie or maybe he was like the gopher i don't know but he has something to do with regarding Henry. or no is that m night Shyamalan? <laughs> is it key grip i'm not sure no i'll look i'll look it up anyway regarding henry harrison ford gets amnesia and he's like a real and also this is like almost almost all the 80s sitcoms i remember at some point a character gets amnesia and they treat people differently than they normally would and then they come back to normal and they're like oh yeah i should have learned more from that yeah mm-hmm so Regarding Henry, don't watch it, but it is about amnesia. <laughs> <laughs> Scott, number four. Uh, I just looked at it. It was written by J.J. Abrams as yeah. Jeffrey Abrams. So now we know at least yeah. what one of the J stands for. Uh, Jeffrey Jonah. Jazzy, Jazzy Jeffrey Abrams. No, it's <laughs> Jazzy Jeffrey Abrams. I'm pretty sure it's, it's like Homer J. Simpson. It's just the J is J. Yeah. Jeffrey J. X. Cohen. Yeah. All right. Uh, number four. I'm going back to my childhood here. Uh, that would be Uncle Fester from the Adams Family. Oh, shit. That's good. Uh, the great Christopher Lloyd. I don't uh, remember this. Plays, yeah. plays brother to the opposite of the, the late grades, Raul Julia. Oh, and then a tale of, uh, of, well, almost murder. <laughs> but comedy. Uh, yeah, the Adamses are just unkillable. Yeah. So the yeah, the Adams family, Uncle Fester. Uh, happy ending. Awesome. Dude, you should, I should put that on my list. I just want to say, I remember how those were everywhere, those two movies and the advertising. I, yeah. They were so big for like five years, then they disappeared. I, I remember I in, about them, in so. elementary school, we did the, the biannual choir thing and we did the Adams family for one of them like we were just saying we are the like the uh MC Hammer version yeah oh. Adams oh, oh and for Adams. Oh, in case oh, any kids oh. are listening <laughs> yes we've just horribly dated ourselves <laughs> although we, like in we weren't school. alive at the time the original show was on we're not that that's old. true that is true mm-hmm. um I remember thinking the second one was better, but I don't remember. Like with Wednesday and the Thanksgiving, yeah, camp oh, that was or awesome. They were both really good. Yeah. All right, uh, Alex, number four. My number four is just the born identity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like. I like. Yeah, I thought about that. Most one. of those movies, it's yeah, I know it's like it's the go-to amnesia guy. So I had to put him on my list. 
Born Identity. Okay. Now, my number four, I don't know if it counts as amnesia, but I'm going to go with Memento. Yeah, that counts. Okay. Sounds like Scott has it on his yes, list later. So, <laughs> yes, it does. I'll let you talk more about it, but it's a good movie. Um, I don't like it as much, as much as a lot of other people do. And I like Nolan's some of his other stuff better, but it's still a good movie, and mm-hmm. the, the premise is very cool. Joey Pants. Right. Scott, number three. Number three, and uh, here's another one that, you know, don't need to explain it to Jeff again. Yeah, of course. <laughs> um, so it ran in the early aughts on Cartoon Network, I think. Uh, Adult Swim uh, had the big O. Uh, oh, which was, I have the Blu-rays of which that. Is a, I which is at fucking at work. fantastic, by the way. <laughs> Um, That's awesome. Yeah, it's a, it's a great little series. Um, basically, if Batman had a giant mech, um, and the whole thing was film is is uh, like film noir. Yeah. Um, but the the hitch here is that everybody's memories have been erased, and it's a recurrent theme throughout the entire series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Something about babies and tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, it's true. There's a whole yeah, there's a whole farm really this whole weird farm thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, they don't exactly explain everything. Yeah, that is true. Um, people living in domes yeah it's pretty awesome yeah but there's uh, some some great voice acting uh, English voice acting for this um, some cool animation some giant mechs film noir uh, it's very Batman the animated series uh, spirit to it yeah um, and it's another one I really recommend um, and Jeff I dare you to make a joke out of the name of Big O <laughs> no it's too easy I'm not gonna do it <laughs> so that's my number three the Big O Jeff has right. standards. <laughs> All right, Alex, what's your number three? Uh, my number three is Terra from Final Fantasy VI. Oh damn it! I knew I was forgetting something, and that was it. Yeah, this is or my did I know that? Favorite for the story, it's uh, my favorite Final Fantasy. It's great. It it's uh, very complicated, very intricate. But you can still follow along everything, and yeah, the main character, Terra, starts off wearing what they call a slave crown, so she obeys orders, and then she has amnesia, she doesn't know where she comes from, and then throughout the game you figure out her, like, tragic past. It's it's heartbreaking, and it's, it's fantastic. I recommend. So, Alex, who, who would you say is the uh, the more prominent Main character or character, I should say. Uh, it's, yeah, Him, it's her, or Selyse? They did a really good job of balancing a lot of the characters, but it is really between those. I think I'm still going to say Terra. Okay. I don't know where I come out on that. I, I, I would say it was yeah. one of the two, though. Yeah. In a game where they tried Which to make ones? it so that there wasn't one, I think they screwed that up. But uh, anyway. <laughs> and again, <laughs> Jeff, I'm sure Jeff has a very strong opinion on this. What well, no, I was gonna say is Final Fantasy VI the one that came out on the original PlayStation? Or no, that was or the no? last one on the Super Nintendo or the Super Famicom, oh. wherever you're from. Um, that yeah. that was released as Final Fantasy III here, and I was a total little douche. I probably bugged my mom about that shit. Like, once I knew it was coming <laughs> out, like, can I have it? Can I have it? Can I have it? Like, at least and that's the one you guys are talking about now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The, the one for the PlayStation um, that didn't come out until I was in high school. Yeah. Till we were in high school. Yeah. You might have been graduated I, by then, Jeff. But. Yeah, I remember everyone was playing. I never played it, but I remember everyone was playing that I think game. that came out our junior year, Alex. Is that Saturday night? I want to see... Yeah, Sophomore junior actually. 
yeah, yeah. It makes sense because I was in college and working at Disneyland and and hanging out with girls. Everyone at work, everyone at work was playing it. Everyone in college was playing it. <laughs> I so, don't think you would like the game, Jeff. <laughs> it is, it is, it is crazy how much of a kind of phenomenon that that game was like. Yeah, like it kind of put Square Enix on the map to the point where they released Final Fantasy: The Spirits Within and fucking almost wrecked the whole company. Yep, <laughs> this fucking movie, which isn't a bad movie, by the way. They just—I haven't seen it <laughs> since uh, it first came out, yeah. so I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, maybe I should put that on my list. They probably shouldn't have called it Final Fantasy, but anyways. All right, uh, my number three is Overboard. I have seen it. <laughs> I, I uh, how dare it you, a Jeff? Lot as a kid, what? Watch a movie and then put something on there? Oh yeah. Although it has been a long time since I saw it, but I used this is a con we watched this a lot when I was a kid. Um yeah, Goldie Hawn, uh Kurt Russell, added the kids, everything I remember about that stuff being really funny. Um I don't know if it holds up today, but as a kid I really enjoyed it. And it was funny you mentioned the new movie. I remember going to see a a movie and the trailer came on and the premise was going on. I'm like, this is like fucking overboard. This is bullshit. <laughs> it's like, overboard. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. With like the black version, right? Isn't that what it is? I don't even no. know. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> that's Anna Faris is about as white as you can get. Yeah. Oh. But the Anna dude's... The, oh, it's reversed. That's yeah, right. But the, the, well, the dude is some kind of Latin descent. Oh. I don't mm-hmm. know. I knew there was a twist, which I was doing air quotes if you didn't see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, anyway. I I remember hey. watching that all the time as a kid too. It's been one of those yeah. that movie that the parents all wanted to watch. Mm. Yeah. Not my parents. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeff, if you want twists on remakes, how about what men want? I saw you post that in the chat. The other is that day. Yeah, is that a real thing? Stupid. Yeah, I saw a trailer for it. <sighs> Who's starring in that piece? I mean, I'm assuming uh, it's going to be. Bad, what's her face from Empire? Oh, uh, Taraji. She's actually P. really P. good. Hansen. I like her. I like her. Yeah, no problem with her. I just thought the first movie was fucking god awful. So yeah. whatever. And I'm pretty sure Dave Chappelle just summed up that whole movie in one sketch. So <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, all right, uh, we're on to, uh, Scott number two. Okay, Scott, give me two. Um, number two is the only one on my list where I was like, eh, I don't know if this actually counts, but Total Recall. Honorable mention. Recall, me, recall. I mean, basically, his, his memory gets erased and then gets replaced. So, uh, I'm going to allow it. Although, at no point does he actually remember anything. It's all just like, he's like pre-programmed as like this killing machine. Um, assuming that it's all real. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it is cool that he actually gets to talk to himself. Or, or rather, you're his you're other himself me. talks him. Talks to him. No shit. Bullshit. Get yourself to Mars. Get yourself to Mars. Yeah. Number two, Total Recall. All right. Alex, number two. Uh, my number two, uh, <laughs> the Final Fantasy you guys were, we were talking about, Final Fantasy VII, which is dun, a pretty dun, damn big dun. twist. Dun, dun, dun. Spoiler alert. Yeah. The main character, uh, Cloud turns out he's not who he thought he was and you actually go inside like his own psyche and everything in the game and it's uh it's pretty weird and messed up it's it's pretty deep for fucking 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> For a game where at one point you have him cross-dressing. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, it's some of that magic that Squaresoft or Square Enix now is kind of lost. Well, the different it's people working on it, yeah. I know. Final Fantasy fifteen was just hot garbage. Ugh. Most of it was, anyways. But anyways, yeah, Cloud from Final Fantasy seven. Yep. Fantastic. My number two, Alex already mentioned it, but I have to put Jason Bourne on here. So big franchise based yeah. off of it. Uh, it's very similar to this. Who am I? I guess in a way, there's parts of it definitely stolen from this. But anyway, mm-hmm. Jason Bourne, number two. Ah, uh, Scott, number one. Number one, going back, going back to the Bourne series. Uh, uh, Aaron Cross. No, I'm just kidding. Um, the my number one is a Memento. Uh, Leonard Uh-oh. Guy Pierce, uh, that whole the whole idea that um, he has to tattoo all that shit on him and everything happens to him yeah, and this is just like how, I forget how long the chunks are like fifteen minutes, ten minutes. Jeebus. yeah, yeah, I forgot. And then Nightmare. and then Trinity's fucking horrible to him. So I'm glad she's dead. Then he peels off that one last tattoo while he's talking on the phone and it says, "Don't answer the phone." Ah. Oh! Spoilers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> don't, yeah, that was amazing. John G, don't believe his lies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I lie to myself. And then he drives with his eyes closed. Yeah, I'm, I'm with Jeff on this one. It was, it was cool the first time I saw it, but, you know, now that I know, like, the whole thing to it, I'm like, eh. It's not my favorite Nolan. <laughs> Scott, you should go back and watch it. Woo! Ooh. I'm winking into the microphone. <laughs> I felt it. All right, uh, uh, Scott. Number, Jesus, Alex. Number two, one. My number one is Dark City. Yeah, or it's another one where the whole city, the titular Dark City, everybody's memories are keep getting erased. They keep giving getting new identities, but the main character somehow manages to resist the latest attempt at a new memory taking over his last one. And he doesn't know what the hell is going on. It's fantastic. It's my favorite non uh, Tim Burton <laughs> Tim Burton movie. Well, it's certainly my favorite Rufus Sewell movie. Yes, by far. <laughs> oh, it wasn't not Bless the Child. No, no, it's not. It's not uh, a Knight's Tale either. A Knight's Tale? Not no, no, no. <laughs> you know yeah. what's funny? Is ironically, this is my favorite movie that I forget about all the time. <laughs> you brought this up. <laughs> Yeah, I brought this up like yeah. a few episodes yeah. ago. I always forget that I've watched this. <laughs> they got to you, Jeff. Uh, yeah, Jeff's <laughs> learning how to tune. Uh, all right, my number one, which I'm surprised didn't make uh, Scott's list, would be Wolverine from the X-Men movies. Oh, shit. I thought about that, but then I Damn. thought about how fucking horrible some of the movies were and they like, treated some of that, so I was like, eh. Yeah, just one and two. But just, <laughs> One, Even one, two, just the comic book, and then Logan. Yeah, one, one, two, the Wolverine, and then Logan. There we go. There you go. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like Alex said, you can go to the comic books with Weapon X stuff. All that. Right. Anyway, mm-hmm. I always thought that was cool about he doesn't know his past and trying to put it together and all that. So yeah, that's strong. Logan, <laughs> Logan. It's ridiculous. Now his name's like, like Steve or something, like his real name. What? 
It's like it's not even Logan. It's, that's just the name tags that they found him in. So it's it's gotten ridiculous. Even uh, even for comic book standards, it's like ah. <laughs> it'll always be Logan to me though. All right, I had one honorable mention, and that was Total Recall. Do you guys have any others? Uh, yeah, every '80s and '90s sitcom. <laughs> it gets banged on the head hard enough. It's like, oh, I forgot who I am. Well, I just hit him with a sledgehammer again, and hey, hey I'm fine now. Yeah, wasn't that an episode of The Simpsons or The Family Guy or something where that was the exact same thing they were trying to do? Uh, anyway, all right, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. Oh, shit. I know sports. <laughs> Alex Knows Sports Ball? Uh, what's going on? Is football still a thing, right? <laughs> Is that going on? Oh, wait, when's the Super Bowl? That's next month. Yes. That's next month, yes. Has that already been decided? No, <laughs> so the playoffs kicked off this weekend as we record on Sunday. Right. So... Cowboys won, the Eagles won, Eagles. Colts Eagles. won, and I forgot the other team that won, but uh, the Chargers won. <laughs> Chargers! They tried, they tried their, their damnedest to choke that game away, but they snatched victory from the Jaws' feet. So we don't have to tell you this, Alex. Next week, yeah, of course. there's four more games. Mm-hmm. This is for you, the that, audience. There's two more games, and then there's the Super Bowl. So. Super Bowl. Few more weeks left. Is Bobby Boucher going to come out and save the? Well, the mud the, the mud dogs are playing next week. Yeah, oh, and I then see. he better hold the laces out for you because that's right. That's the only other football reference you're going to mm-hmm. get. And <laughs> how are the bullfrogs doing? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Jer- Jeremiah is not the same. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, don't you I mean, we're the not bullfrogs. The, we're not friends anymore. I mean, he was a good friend of mine, but not team. anymore. You guys are talking over each other, but sure, I remember the roller hockey team. It's time for Neem News! Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. Because <laughs> Jeremiah was a bullfrog. See, I got uh, Jeremiah. Yeah. I, I Thanks, Scott. Thank you, Scott. I got that <laughs> reference. Me too. Um, all right, starting off with a couple of reviews. It's uh, been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, pulling the curtain back here. Uh, Happy New Year. Yeah, we, we pre-recorded some stuff because we knew the holidays were coming. Uh, so that means that you're going to get a brief Mary Poppins review out of me. Um, so went to see this, uh, with the, with the family, um, it was a, uh, something to do Christmas time and yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, thought, uh, Emily Blunt was, was pretty great. Uh, she plays a little bit different than Julie Andrews does. Um, let's say it's a good thing or a bad thing, but, uh, it was a little different. Um, well, Mary Poppins is kind of like the doctor, right? She gets, she, <laughs> yeah. re, re, she regenerates. Well, and well, no, I mean, she, she basically has like a symbiote that she has to install on somebody else's yeah. uh, different Mary Poppins. It's, it's kind of gross. Yeah, yeah. She, actually, she's more of a Venom type of character. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was thinking more of like the, the trill on Deep Space Nine, but anyways, oh, okay. um, <laughs> so there's that, you know, the, the music's okay. I don't, I don't think for me, it didn't have like the, the super catchy number like the original did. Um, there are a couple great sequences in it though. Um, but yeah, overall I'm, I enjoyed it. Um, you know, I, I recommend it for anybody that has kids. Um, hmm. I'll check it out. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's a little weird when she stabs a dude though. <laughs> I, wait, I, that might've been Sherry Poppins. Yeah. I don't know about that. Sherry Stabbins. <laughs> um, Alex, have you, have your kids seen the original? 
Yes. Okay. And do they like it? Uh, yeah, they seem to. They're. <laughs> it's weird when I think my kids are gonna like. They're like, yeah, that's okay. Then I show them something else, and like they're all like crazy for it. Where where do uh, they where know. do they fall out on that one? On the original Mary Poppins, they're lukewarm. Okay. I can see. Yeah, there's a lot of like old timey stuff going on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it was old timey for us. That's true. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. They're not into like the but whole I, live animation mixed with cartoons. Yeah. You know, they but haven't seen good. it in recently, so I'll show it to them again, see what they think. Yeah. I wonder what if kids growing up where they everything's fucking CGI or it doesn't yeah, matter anymore where you know, when we grew up that was the only way to do it. It was like the Roger Rabbit and Mary Poppins and Bed Knobs and Broomsticks kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez, putting that on all my list. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing I also saw Mary Poppins and I, I said this, I liked it it wasn't my favorite movie ever but it was still enjoyable it's nostalgic but they do do a you know an homage where there's a scene where they are dancing with cartoons and it's regular 2D cartoons which I haven't seen in forever and it looked really good they gotta go back to yeah, that you know, that, that whole sequence was great like for just yeah. just from an animation standpoint it was really cool I yeah thought, yeah and it seemed like they were bringing back some of the classic like art of like the the wind in the willows, horses, and stuff like that, right? Like that's what it reminded me of. I don't know if it was, but um, I rather enjoyed that two D animation, which you don't see anymore. Yeah, agreed. Anyway, um, so so yeah, I didn't realize you had seen it, Jeff. Yep. Okay. Um, so there's that. Um, I got to watch the Aquaman's. Um, I saw that too, and uh, yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, it was, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it more than, other, other than Wonder Woman, more than the last couple of the, the DCEU's outputs. Uh, Agreed. So, um, I think it's, it's a step in the right direction. Um, I liked how this movie didn't take itself so goddamn seriously. Um, at, at points, the movie's really fucking metal, just kind of like Thor Ragnarok was. And I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like, there, there'd be these, like, wide shots of them, like, in their little undersea, th- like, vehicle going to Atlantis with, like, techno music playing in the background. I'm like, this is fucking mm-hmm. rad. <laughs> and then it would be goofy as shit. And then there'd be some dumb, like, action-adventure stuff kind of shoehorned in. Um, so it was kind of a mixed bag, but overall I enjoyed it. I Jason Momoa was fine. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind seeing him... Uh, Reprise the role, or if there were another Aquaman, which I think, based on the, the money that made, that they they definitely want to do one. Um, the uh, like some of the goofy shit I did enjoy. Um, I know Jeff was a little blurry, or, he, or at least Jeff had pointed out like them riding sharks and shit. But I actually really liked that, like all the different all, all the different sea creatures they're liking uh, riding around on. I thought that was really cool. Um, I liked how they handled like just a lot of the the mythos. It's like, yeah, they're fucking talking underwater, so what? Like, they kind of hand wave the whole thing away. They're just like, oh, you're an Atlantean. That's basically all the, the explanation they give to that. Um, but it's cool, like, everybody's, like, super powered underwater. It, it's basically the DCEU's, like, version of, uh, uh, like, I, I mentioned Thor of, of Asgard, basically, where it's, like, technology to the point it's almost, it might as well just be magic. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah, they're, they're like I said, they the shooting in some action adventure. I'm not thrilled with how they handled Black Manta. Um, that was one one thing I thought was a little too goofy. Um, 
wind, wound up being too goofy. Even yeah, even. but just based on his comic book design, it's like Ugh, yeah, yeah. Tough, but no, I appreciate. No, I, I, I actually I appreciate that they were like very faithful to it, and yeah. I and I, I was like, oh, that's kind of cool that they went that way. But just seeing it on screen was like a little cringeworthy. Um, and you actually have to watch the movie. They actually like kind of point that out themselves. Um, but yeah, overall, I like I said I enjoyed the movie. Uh, Amber Heard is pretty easy on the eyes, by the way. Uh, I heard that. <laughs> some point that I Whoa. Uh, um, so what did you think of it, Jeff? I liked it. I enjoyed it. It was fun. It was not great. It was fun. Um, I, did like, I did like the action-adventure stuff. So I wish there would have been more of that and less of the more serious stuff. Um, I think the Black Mantis stuff should have been admitted from the movie entirely. That felt more shoehorned in than anything. Yeah. Um, but there was one, so it's not a spoiler on plot, but it's a spoiler on an Easter egg. So cover your ears for 30 seconds if you care. When he's like on the ship recovering, he has a piece of moss over his chest, Scott. Did you see that? Yeah. And he pulls it up. Like, it's like the Drago scar. And he pulls it up and he looks and like, there's nothing underneath it. He's like, ah, oh, he just throws it away. <laughs> I thought I'm about pretty that. pretty sure. <laughs> that was a direct Easter yeah, egg to Game of Thrones. Kind of a- <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah. Um, I did also really, really dig that there was a very heavy uh, um, Lovecraftian Cthulhu influence on a lot of the stuff going on in the movie. Uh, a lot of the deep ones, as it were. Yep. Uh, it's cool. definitely cheesy. It's not a Marvel. It's still not there, but it was fun. Like I got a very good uh, Thor vibe off of it, too. Um, and I think all the actors were really good. Uh, Nicole Kidman was great. Uh, Ocean... Monger, what's his name? Ocean, Ocean, Master. Ocean Monger. <laughs> Ocean, Ocean Master. Ocean Master. Uh-huh. Patrick, I Patrick Wilson. His name. Yeah, I thought he was really good. So Yeah. 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 Let's not go any further because we can do a whole episode on that. So, what else? <laughs> hmm. um, so yeah, uh, like that. And then uh, this being the, the first, first recording of the new year, um, I just wanted to go in real quick, go through real quick... Uh, so talking about some comic book movies that are coming out. Um, so just kind of list in order. Um, so we've got Captain Marvel coming out on March 8th. Uh, really looking forward to that one. Uh, we got Shazam on April 5th, which I, you know... <laughs> I'll skip that Oh, I, you know, I might watch it. Um, yeah, I'll give it a shot because he's one of my favorite characters. Uh, we got Hellboy. Who used, to be, who used to be Captain Marvel. Yep. Yeah, that's a whole uh, that's a whole nerd conversation to be had. Yep. Um, <laughs> there's Hellboy on April twelfth. Oh, uh, looks good. Uh, I don't know how to feel about this one. Um, you know, Ian McShane, I'm excited about, and I mm-hmm. like Hellboy. I feel like Ron Perlman really kind of made it his own, and there's no Del Toro, and yeah. yeah. So we'll see though. But so far, yeah, I'm hopeful. It could be good. Uh, then a, a little movie called Avengers Endgame, April 26th. I don't know. Yeah, just <laughs> this thing. Maybe it'll be good. Then uh, we've got uh, Dark Phoenix on June 7th. Still haven't seen like, the real trailers for this, but I do not have high hopes oh, yeah. based on the last couple of... Yeah. Uh, X-Men Apocalypse is pretty atrocious, I thought. Um... Got new Spider-Man, Spider-Man Far From Home on July, in July 5th. 
uh, New Mutants, which re- was originally called something else. Um, it was supposed to be out like a year and a half ago. Mm. The one with Maisie Williams. Uh, when the, it's like a horror movie and they're stuck in an asylum. And that's finally supposed to come out in August. I don't know what the hell happened to that wow. movie. Uh, but the fact that it got held back so long doesn't bode well. Uh, we've got Joker yeah. coming out on October 4th. Uh, the Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. playing himself. <laughs> oh. And, uh, and yeah, that's, I think that's, that might be it for the year. Uh, I don't think DC has anything else going. I know they were filming a, I don't know fucking why, but I think they were filming a second, um, Suicide Squad, so it's possible that gets shoehorned in. Um, I haven't heard anything about a second Black Panther yet, which would be the next thing in line, I would guess, for the MCU. Um, well, you only name two MCU movies. Don't they usually do three a year? Yeah, they might only be doing two next year. I thought I read that somewhere that that was going to be a thing. Okay. Mm. Uh, well, I mean, technically Spider-Man, I guess. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you mentioned that. That is it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So... There we are. I'm excited for at least half of these. <laughs> yep. Um, see where they where they go with Spider-Man. See if they raise the stakes on it. Because uh, the Homecoming was a little more low-key, which was good. I think it was better to start off that way. No, that was Avengers. Is that Tom Littleston low-key? <laughs> Tom Hiddleston's low-key. Who might be getting his own series. I don't know. If Hid's not involved, though, no deal. Uh, but that's, that's basically all I wanted to talk about this week. Uh, Alex, anything you and wanted every to, week. to chime in? Yeah, I got uh, two tidbits, one review. Uh, are either uh, of them saw... juicy? Oh, yeah, they're juicy. Okay. I saw Bumblebee. Oh, okay. It's good, and not just because it's... Not just because you know, it has John Cena? Oh, yeah. He's actually really good. In, he's great in this movie. But uh, Is he Mark Wahlberg because... good? <laughs> He's way better than Wahlberg, but what? not no. <laughs> <laughs> just this movie isn't good just compared to the Michael Bay ones. It's good on its own. It's got a lot of heart. It's got a story plot that makes sense and that you can follow. Uh, uh, all the Transformers look like fucking Transformers. You can actually look at them and say, "That's Soundwave. That's Ratchet. That's Sideswipe." You know, si- the whole scene in Cybertron is like. Uh, amazing. It's phenomenal. And I, and I hope they go back there and they do a whole movie on Cybertron. But anyways, uh, they got a good uh, l- lead. Uh, there's a lot of heart. It's a lot of like uh, the Iron Giant mixed with E.T. type of storyline, which I really dig. And uh, yeah, it was great. And it was a lot of fun from beginning to end. John Cena pr- plays a general hard-ass, but they actually give him a good reason why he's general hard-ass. It's uh, fantastic. I can't say enough. The only bad thing about this movie is that they really, like, it's really in-your-face 80s. It's like, hey, this is this 1980-fucking-7, and we're going to let you know about it. It's not subtle, or it's not just a set-piece, kind of like Stranger Things. Uh, but other than that, I recommend. It's a good movie. Did you watch it with the kids, I'm assuming? Yeah. How do they like it? Oh, they loved it. They were on the edge of their seat the whole time. Some parts of it were even uh, too scary. For them. <laughs> do they do they watch do they watch the original Michael Bay ones or no? Yeah, and I was kind of happy because we've we've shown them the first one and they're like, yeah, it's it's okay, and they keep asking me to watch the the two D animated one from the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Did I be stupid? Mm-hmm. 
How do they handle though when when Optimus goes out? Uh, it's a bit it's a bit hard. <laughs> Even now, they're like, oh man. I mean, the first time around, they kind of didn't know what was going on. They're like, what's what's happening up? Why isn't he moving? He's like, oh, he just needs to go to the mechanic <laughs> and get, get fixed up. That's all. <laughs> But yeah, so Oppo, Bumblebee, why does Rodimus yeah. suck so much? <laughs> yeah, if you get a chance to see it, go watch it. Bumblebee's good, uh, especially if you're a fan of old school Transformers. And my other thing was, it's the beginning of the year. All this week, uh, Awesome Games Done Quick is live streaming on Twitch uh, 24-7. And it's gamers doing beating games as quickly as humanly possible through glitches and whatnot. And sometimes they do legitimately. Raise... Yeah, sometimes a legitimate way. And it's all to raise money for the Prevent Cancer Foundation. So you guys should check it out. Um, if you're so inclined, donate some money. It's for a great cause. And you get to see some insane speedruns. I just saw uh, some guy beat Majora's Mask in like under in an hour and 20 minutes. With no glitches? It was bananas. No, it was glitched. Okay, okay. <laughs> it was it was crazy. The, well, the way they do Ocarina of Time is fucking insane. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with like you place the bomb in a certain way, and then you guard with the shield, and that makes you float up when you backflip, and you can flip up to places and that you, you can get. And you take the the Deku stick, which apparently is the most powerful weapon in the game. Oh yeah, with the infinite sword glitch <laughs> or uh, ISG, as the runners call it. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. You guys should check it out if you're even into video games or just want to donate to a good cause. It's on Twitch. AGDQ. Cool. Alright, uh, mine, I saw Aquaman, I saw Mary Poppins, and uh, I did see Bird Box on Netflix. Whatever. How was it? Yeah, because it just seems like a, a Quiet Place. I haven't seen A Quiet Place, but I heard it's pretty good. But is it, yeah, same thing? I haven't seen Quiet Place, so I don't know. But. Oh, okay. It feels more like a zombie movie, just with the, with not being zombies. Like I, I, all the tropes of a zombie movie are in this movie, except it's not a zombie movie. It's not terrible. I mean, it's for a free movie on Netflix. Check it out. Sandra Bullock's good. Mm. Um, Malkovich is chewing <laughs> scenery everywhere. Uh, so that's it. And then just one bit of news: uh, there, uh, the Disneyland Bob Iger accidentally slipped that Star Wars Land will be done by June. He said that. Oh, shit, really? Dumb <laughs> he bastard. goes, yeah, we're hoping this. We're adding 12 more acres in June. It'll be available. And then, like, but Disney's, like, gone back. Well, we haven't officially said that or whatever. <laughs> and then today, Disneyland just raised all prices. Yeah, I read that today. 25%. Yeah, Jesus Christ. So. I was more angry to learn about the raising the price of all the parking. Yeah. Like, they're going to raise the, the, <laughs> the park tickets and the parking. Yes. The and fucking the balls of these Max Pass thing, and all the annual passports, and churros got shorter. They <laughs> <in the dumping laughs> got sick. They got sick. Churro bites. What? <laughs> so, anyway, Jesus Christ. that's easy. Mind. You know, you go to Costco, it gets a bunch of churros for cheap. You bring those into the park. Uh, you park at the ABC store on the corner of Harbor <laughs> and Gatella. And uh, what was the other thing? <coughs> that was the problem. <laughs> Ticket prices, uh, just go in through Twin Lakes Park <laughs> in Garden Grove. Yeah, there you, you can go. get into there, yeah. The yeah. tunnel. The tunnel, tunnel secret tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Boy, no, it's funny. Is it used to, well, the rumor was it let you out into Big Thunder Ranch, which now oh. is Star Wars land. So oh. now you now yeah. lets you out into the, inside the Millennium Falcon. 
Yeah. Also, aluminum falcon. Also, I was looking at the fucking trash compactor. The prices of the annual passes, and they were like, like the top tiers were like close to fucking two thousand dollars. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was just about to ask. Yeah. You didn't do that, did you, Jeff? No, not the two thousand dollars. Okay. That one gets you into Disney World too. It gives you everything. Uh, yeah, okay. it's passes for like, what? Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So there you go. I mean, it's to be expected, right? But just, ugh. yeah, I agree. Like the parking's a little bit greedy. Uh, I mean, it's all greedy, but mm-hmm. whatever. For the unmanned parking. Yeah, exactly. They have that whole new parking structure that they're building. They're just attaching a whole other wing to it. <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous. You second trench. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. All right. I guess that's it. So uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Happy New Year. Yeah. Welcome to 2019. Jerky Uncle. time. Uncle. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.